all the glory and take all the praise. Rain. Speak to me, speak through me, and speak to us, my Father, as we learn at your feet. We thank you that you are our God. And for that matter, we can never be consumed. Have your way with us in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the privilege you've been to speak to your people. Let it be you that at the end of the day, your name alone be glorified. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Son, and thank you, Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Give the Lord a clap offering wherever you are. We thank God for this evening. I want to celebrate God for the life of our Papa. Hallelujah. And celebrate God for the life of our Mama. And celebrate God for the life of all the ministers, all the pastors, all the elders. And celebrate God for your life. Hallelujah. Take your seat in the presence of the Lord. Wasem ye mede, wasem ye mede, eradie, wasem ye mede, oh. Wasam ye Wasam ye Eradie Wasam ye Mite Bow down your heads wherever you are. Just pray that the Lord will 
bless you with his word. Commit yourself into his hands and ask him to bless you with his word. That you have come with an open heart. These are serious times that we need to connect and connect well with the Lord. That you and I have gathered in his presence. If there be any hitch, pray and ask the Lord to forgive so that you can have access to his throne in the name of Jesus. And let your presence take absolute control, my Father, that your word will do us good. Let your word bring counsel, wisdom. Let your word bring illumination. Let your word bring direction. And let the grace of your word take us in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your name, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Tonight we want to study on meditating on the word of God. Meditating on the word of God. We are not talking about studying the word of God. We're talking about meditating on the word of God. There's this children's song that I always like and love. It said, children of the heavenly king, we are walking in the beautiful light of God. And that light of God is the word of God. It will take those who meditate upon his word to walk in the light of his word. Hallelujah. Amen. We are in the days that, yes, people are studying. And it is very, very imperative that we study the word of God. Hallelujah. It's a study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. Hallelujah. Amen. We study the word of God so that we can have understanding. Praise Jesus. Are you with me, somebody? We study the word of God to have the right interpretation of the word. Amen? Praise Jesus. Are you with me? We study the word of God so that we can defend our faith. Hallelujah. Amen. We study the word of God so that we can preach and teach But tonight we are not talking about studying the word, which is very, very important. If God will have us to study his word, then he will have us to go beyond the studying of his word. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. 
Amen? We study the word of God for knowledge. We study the word for guidance, for counseling. But tonight we are talking about meditating on the word. In Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, he said, this word should not depart from you. In other words, make yourself available to the word of God. This book of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth. You should know the word. You should study the word. It should not depart out of your mouth. But one thing is needful. He said that, but you will meditate therein day and night. That thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. Hallelujah. You see, anything that you meditate on fills you up. Praise Jesus. Are you with me? Anything that you meditate, anything that you think about, anything that you dwell your mind on, steadfastly, fills you up. And you know, God's word is God. Am I right? So when we meditate on his word, we are meditating on God. And he fills us up. When we talk about meditation, we're talking about we applying the word of God to our lives. There are so many that have studied, that have known that teach like I'm teaching, that preach, but the word is not applied to their lives. God is not interested in that. Now you and I will be like Ezra. I said, Ezra studied the word and then meditated upon it and then applied it to himself before he even taught. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So we're talking about you and I coming to that place where we allow the word of God to be part of us. And so he told Joshua, he said, meditate, think about it. I will explain it more. Day and night. And then be careful to observe it. You see, when we do proper meditation, it takes us or it leads us to proper obedience. Studying alone will never take us to obedience. You can study. I can study the word of God, but I may not obey it. Am I right? I might know. I might understand, but I may not be obeying. But God told Joshua, I said, study and then meditate. And then you observe to do according to all that is written. Because if, if you don't get to understand and know what the word is requiring of you in the right way, you'll not be able to do it the way you ought to do it. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Jesus. 
we are in our days that people go to the word of God because of the lack of meditation. People go to God's word with their own crafted opinions and desires and expectations with their own understanding. And so at the end of the day, realize that values and the standards of God are missing in the kingdom. But we are in the days that God will have you and I come back to the word and meditate. Praise Jesus. Not just reading, not just studying, not just memorizing, but meditate, apply it to our lives. The issue is that you cannot know God or find God by accident. Because when we meditate on his word, which is he, God himself, he fills us up. But what I'm submitting to you and I is that you cannot, we cannot find God by accident. You and I have to determine to seek God. We must determine to know God. That's why in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 13, 29, 13 of Jeremiah, he said, and ye shall seek me and find me. It takes those who will seek. It takes those who want to know. He said, if you shall seek me, you will find me. When you shall search for me with all your heart. Hallelujah. In Deuteronomy 29, 29, said the hidden things are for the bad. Those that are revealed are for us. But it will take those who will seek, those who will meditate, those who will go upon it to understand and to know what is required of them. And then when they do them, they receive something good. He said, the secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever, that we may do all the works of this law. Hallelujah. In 4.8 of James said, draw now unto God and then he will draw now unto you. Or say, chin ben rade, non so aiden, chin meditating on the word of God is an act of seeking to know God, seeking to understand God, seeking to be aligned very well properly with God, seeking to walk in the light of God's word. Praise Jesus. Seeking to allow the word of God to impact our lives. That is meditation. Praise Jesus. Those who do those transcendental meditation and those, I mean, they go and it's like they are lost somewhere. But when it comes to the word of God, when we meditate on the word, we must, we must get lost in the word. Are you with me, somebody? The, the self of us must give way and let the word of God envelope us that our life 
will not be anything but the word. Then we can say that we have truly meditated on the word of God and not just quoting it or just saying it or just teaching it or just preaching it or just memorizing it. But the word has become part of us because we have allowed it to be part of us, applied it to our lives. Hallelujah. Amen. In our days, we realize that people, and that is one of the prophecies of the last days, that people shall be lovers of themselves. We realize that in our days, people are more concerned about what people think of them or how people see them more than how God sees them. Those who meditate on the word of God are more concerned about how God sees them or what God thinks about them. Hallelujah. So as I come to church, as I be at home, as I go to wherever I go, the issue is not just how people are seeing me, but much more how God is seeing me. And God can only see me or God will want to see me in only one way, in the way of his word. And it will take me to a apply his word, to meditate, understand how his word I mean connects with my life so that glory will go to him. Praise Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. When I say meditating on the word, it suggests something that is a time alone with God. A time alone with God. So that you can hear him about you from his word. A time alone with God. So that you can hear him about you. So that you can do well. It's a time alone with God. So that you know about you from him. Not about you from people. Your people can tell you a lot of good things. People can hail you. But when we say, when God told Joshua, he said, let your life be such that you always know about you from me. That's why I said, meditate upon it day and night. So every hour of the day, check and find out, God, how is my life welling up in your word? How is my life filling up in your word? And how is your word filling up in my life? Day and night, not sometimes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you receiving some understanding? So it's a long time with God. A time alone with God. Amen. But the question we ask ourselves, if we are talking about meditating on the word of, on the word of God, there's a question we must answer. What, what is the word to you? If you are not able to deceive or able to understand, or able to concretize what the word of God is to you, then it will tell whether you make time or make plans to meditate upon it or not. Hallelujah. 
So I asked a question, what is the word of God to you? Can we do some small discussion? What, what is the word of God to you? Is my question clear? Hello? No, you don't want to look at my face again. You don't want me to call you. One said, what is the word of God? Because you should be able to come to. And those are some of the things that Christians of today, we are missing them out. That when it comes to we alone with God, something is missing. We are able to flow more when we come to church, but when we are alone, but it must start alone with God before even we come to church. Praise the Lord. The, the personal relationship must start alone. That when we come, when we come like this, we are just coming to warm ourselves up and go and do more. So what is the word of God to you? Can somebody help me? What is the word of God to you? The word of God comes in three forms. The living word, the rima, and then the logos, the written, the spoken, the prophetic, the living, and the written. But what is the word of God to you? If you're able to answer it, then you change your attitude as far as meditating on the word of God is concerned. Then every day of your life, you want to do something as far as the word of God is concerned. The word of God will not only come in only when you are coming to church or only when maybe you are going to preach or teach like I'm doing or only when maybe you are going to visit somebody but every day of my life the word of God will be with me meditating on it hallelujah what is the word of God to you can somebody help us Oh, so it means all of us, we don't even know what the word of God is to us. <laughs> so should I call names? <laughs> what is the word of God to you? No, we are learning. We are in, I mean, this is a teaching class. Yes, let me hear from Kevin first. Yes, Kevin, what is the word of God to you? Yes, please. The foundation through which our life must be based on. Praise God. Give him a clap offering. It's a foundation. I realize that every building depends on the foundation. Am I right? Am I right? Do we believe that the word of God is our foundation? Then why do we sometimes try to count corners? Amen. Bless you. Another. Okay. Rev. Mm-hmm. Amen. Give him a clap offering. The word of God is food, your spiritual food. Do you agree? Are you sure you agree? Your word, the word of God is our food. And so when you read, in addition to Jeremiah, when you read 1 Peter chapter 2, they said, as newborn babies desire what? The sincere milk of the word. So that you do what? You will grow. But if we really believe that the word is our food, then we will never 
will never, ever leave it out even in a day in our lives. Am I right? I believe all of us have eaten today. I mean, who hasn't eaten today? Let me ask the question. Do we eat to live or we live to eat? Which, is, which one works well? Do you understand my question? Do we eat to live or we live to eat? B? <laughs> you know how I ask. We eat to live. Is that right? Oh, hello. Goku, do you agree with him? Goku, we eat to live, but we don't live to eat. Is that if you are also not living, you can't eat? So which one comes first? We live to eat. And then we eat to live. Hallelujah. But realize that when the child is born, so let's take it to the, when a child is born, what happens? He or she must be given food to do what? To grow. Hallelujah. You see, I'm saying so that we understand the need. The word of God is our food. Spiritual food. That was why God was telling Joshua that, look, my friend, if you can ever succeed and make it, let this word day and night be with you. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Matthew 4, 4. Jesus said, man shall not live by what? Bread alone. Amen? And I want to read Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12 to 14. Hebrews 5, 12 to 14. He says, for when, for the time you ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principle of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. That as we grow, we move from milk to what? Strong meat, so that we can mature or mature. God is coming for matured Christians. Praise Jesus. What did I say? It's coming for matured Christians, not just spiritual Christians. When I say spiritual, you understand what I'm saying? Amen? But the devil is so cunning that he's shifting us. You see, you mature when you allow the word of God to fill you up. And you become who you ought to be. And when you mature, definitely you become spiritual. When you mature properly, you become spiritual. Because you have taken in all that you have to take. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you with me, somebody? The word of God also produces life in us. Jesus said in 663 of John, what did he say? He said, the words that I speak unto you are what? Life. To a Christian, everyday life that I need to go through, then you will not meditate. 
the word of God also shapes us. When you read 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15 to 16, it shapes us. The word of God shapes us. He says, and that from childhood thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise unto salvation. So is it that sometimes some Christians don't walk in wisdom because they don't have the word of God with them. But Paul was telling Timothy that the word of God makes you wise unto what? Salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Go on. And all scriptures is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for what? Doctrine, for reproof. The word of God shapes us. So as we come, we are told certain things that are not good about us and we are reproved. Praise the Lord. Like the other day, Papa will have to reprove us because we are all coming late. Are you with me? Amen. For correction. For instruction in righteousness. So realize that because we are not meditating on the word of God for it to be part of us. You realize that righteousness in our day is, is something else. Hallelujah. But the word of God is to sharpen us and to sharpen us. Amen. 17. That the man of God the man of God here is not talking about ministers alone. Hello? He's talking about you and I. It's generic. That the child of God, the child of God may be perfect and thoroughly finished unto all good works. In the same way, then you can be a candidate for good works. Because I've seen Christians and I've seen Christians. But there's only one type of Christian. He that is aligned with God and is always bringing glory and honor to God with his or her life. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Jesus. The word of God is a lamp. It's a light for us. Psalm 119 verse 105. Today God asked me to teach meditation in a different way so that we can all come to one place. It's a lamp. He said, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So as a light he tells us where we are going. You know, the torchlight can see far. Am I right? But the lamp is just per the feet and we take a step by step. If you understand that, then you will not fail to eat it every day in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Do we believe that the word is a lamp? Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Yesterday I was, somebody was asking question. I mean, so realized that she needed some understanding. And so she asked the questions. Then as she asked the questions, I also prayed, Lord, then the word of the Lord will come. So see, this is what scripture says. It's, oh yes, I understand now. The word is a lamp, a light directing us. So that we don't make a shipwreck of our faith. So that we don't get deceived. Because beloved, in this last day, a lot of people have been deceived. Amen? Amen. And they are being deceived because they are blinded by just the shows, the miracles. But miracles can also be done by the devil. Are you aware of that? Are you aware of that? He said, no wonder the devil too has transformed himself into what? An angel of light. And the spirit of the Antichrist is already in the world. Are you aware of that? Hello? And so he also can work miracles. But the only thing that you and I can use to fish out the right from the wrong is the word. And the only thing you can do to always make sure you are aligned very well with God is the word. Praise the Lord. It's a lamp to lead us in the dark. There's so many things happening. I have a friend, he doesn't believe in God. Every day we are, he's always sending me some bonyo bonyo things. I mean, when I show you some of them, you run away. You see, but that is what the enemy is doing. Deceiving people. He'll tell you Jesus is a hoax. Jesus is, is, is a liar. There, there's nothing like Jesus. There's nothing. I mean, he will try to give you a lot of things, you see. But if you have not meditated and not had that personal experience. So as he comes, then the word of God will also tell me something to tell him. Then I realize that the thing will pinch him. Then will come back to me. So today, one of the ways I gave him was that I know you are struggling and you are not fulfilled. You are not fulfilling life. Ah, how can you say that? I say, yes. The things you are telling me, I can see that you are struggling and you are not fulfilled in life. But I woke up today joyfully. I praise my God, the Jesus that you are condemning. Things are happening. But we need the lamp and the light to show us the way in this darkness. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. The word is our mirror. Yashishe. Tell your neighbor, the word is your mirror. And, and that is the, the, the main point of our discussion for tonight. It's our mirror. James. James chapter 1. The word is our mirror. What, what do we use mirrors for? That one, I want the lady to help us. I know some of women, we don't, me, I use the mirror. Pa. And I tell people, I don't know how to charge you. I don't know how to charge you. But I don't know how to charge you. Make sure you are looking nice. Another is my boy. Yes, ladies, what, tell me, what do we use the mirror for? Who tell me, mirror? Arisha, what do you use the mirror for? Hey, mirror, who you use? Hey, Yehoah. Piki, what do you use mirror? What do you use mirror for? You know I'll call you. <laughs> to do what? 
two the true reflection. Are you sure that's all that you look into the mirror for? Now a reflection, they say who a reflection. Now, what do you use the mirror for? Tell me. I'll come back to you again. Yes, Dodo. Beautify yourself. Okay, that's one. Great. What again? Champion, do you use the mirror? What do you use the mirror for? To see your reflection, your image. So you only look in the mirror to see your image. Are you sure? Ma, what do you use the mirror for? Oh, you, you don't use you don't use mirror. What do you use the mirror for when you go and stand in front of the mirror? Yeah, that is it. You, you check to make sure that you are looking good, isn't it? Why are you all making yourself so spiritual as if, yeah. Yeah, me, I, I look into the mirror and I check myself. I mean, if it's a flat top, I do my flat top. Make sure when I come out. Everybody also looking and say, yeah, I know, because before I came out, I know I'm looking nice. And when you check and the lipo, lipo too is not good, you can know and then you correct it. Amen? Like one time, one lady came to me, so how do you see I was going to do the hair? I mean, those times, Jerry Kells. You know Jerry Kells? Do they still do it? Then he came to me, so how do you see? That's ah, You look like a chicken that has fallen into a water. <laughs> and truly, that's how I was seen because say, hey, why did you say? But you asked me. I'm telling you the, what I'm seeing. So you to go and look into the mirror and see. Because I was trying to let her know that Jerry Kells and Fatal go and do all that. And do pay me, yeah? pay me. The word of God is a mirror, and the mirror is to let us see how we look like. And then, if there's anything wrong, we correct it. Am I right? Amen? And so when we read James chapter 1, James chapter 1 from verse 23. James chapter 1. It says, for if any man be, let's start from verse 22. He said, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. You see, when we meditate on the word of God properly, it leads us to proper obedience. When you do correct meditation on the word, it shows you how to be obedient. Sometimes we are obedient, but we are not obedient in the proper way. Sometimes we do what is supposed, but we don't do it all. That's why in Corinthians said, when your obedience is what? Complete. So sometimes we, we do, but it is not complete. Why? Because we've not had insight of the word as far as our lives are concerned. Praise the Lord. Amen. So when I read the word and I apply it to my life, then God can have the chance to tell me everything about me. So he said, we deceive ourselves. 23. For if any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, 
He is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass or in a mirror. Go on. For he beholds that he sees himself and goes his way and straight away forgets what manner of man he was. Can you imagine it? Is anyone here who is forgotten how his face looks like? That will bring you here for deliverance. You see, but because we all look into me, I, we all know how our face is. But Bible says if, if we are not able to apply the word of God to our life, we are like somebody who has looked into the mirror and right after looking into the mirror and left the mirror, he's forgotten how his face looks like. Hallelujah. Amen. The word of God is a mirror. That is why we need to meditate. 24. For he beholden himself and goeth his way and straight away forgetteth what manner of man he was. 25. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein. Meditation. Continue therein. Still thinking. Rolling the word. Like for example, let me give you an example of myself. Some time ago, some years back, Every, every other week, the weekend, those times, end time, we're not meeting on Sunday. We've not started church. So, every other week, I go from Friday to Sunday, I go to Dowenya. There's a place they go, be there, pray throughout her, and then come back Sunday evening. But it got to a time that because of counseling work following up, I stopped it, but it was a covenant. It was an agreement that I had with God that I was doing. So I stopped because I was following up, chasing people, blah, blah, blah. Then one day I was meditating on the word of God and then I went to a spot and then he said, you are a thief. And I said, thief, dear. I mean, I've not stolen anything. How can I be? But I read and I said, God, what is your word telling me? And, and that scripture at that time was talking about somebody who was stolen. And then God said, you are a thief. I said, God, why am I a thief? Where, what have I stolen? He said, you have stolen my time. I said, where have I stolen your time? He said, now, you have stopped going to where we are supposed to meet. So you have stolen my time. You see, but if I had not meditated... I told myself, oh, but it's still the same work of God. I'm doing a follow-up. And God said, no, 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 no. Not until I say you stop. You don't stop. Are you with me, somebody? Hello? So you see what, med- so when we meditate, it takes us, gives us more insight and deeper revelation of God speaking to us one-on-one concerning our lives so that you and I can really achieve what he wants us to achieve. Otherwise, if I was reading or studying, oh, thief, then I was, oh, me, I'm not a thief. I go, but I said, no, I was made. The question I asked, God, what do you have to say from this scripture to me? Then he said, you're a thief. And then when pondering 20 and 2, I said, no, we see that this day you've stolen. I mean, my time there, you have stolen it. You are not doing it. You are using my time in Dowenia for another thing. So you are stolen my time. Are you with me? So quickly, I have to repent and then go and do what I'm supposed to do. 
I'm talking about a mirror of God that tells you who you are. Not people tell you. Other, other people will tell you, but it's still the same work of God. Otherwise, it would be like when Paul and Cole were going to preach somewhere and then they were to go to Macedonia. I mean, somebody said, but it's the same work of God. No. When we meditate, we allow God to give us proper obedience in our lives. Hallelujah. Amen. So it's a mirror to check our lives. And God's word is also the one that cleanses up so that we can walk very well. When you read Psalm 119 verse 9 to 11, he said, how can a young man make himself pure? Wherewith I shall a young man cleanse his way? Wherewith I shall? How can a Christian cleanse his way? He said, Unless he does what? Take heed thereto according to your word. Amen? Verse 10. With my whole heart have I sought thee, O. Let me not wander from thy command. He said with his whole heart he sought meditation or jail. Praise the Lord. So the word of God also cleanses us, keeps us clean. Jesus said in uh, John chapter 15 verse 3. What did he say? John 15 verse 3. 15 verse 3. John 15 verse 3. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. So the word cleanses us. So beloved, if, if we understand what the word of God is to us, then we will not joke with the word of God. The word of God is our foundation. The word of God is our food. The word of God produces life. Sometimes I wake up and you realize that things are so down. But you enter into the word of God, you read the word of God, and as you eat it and as you go into it, the word, the Lord gives you a word that gingers you up for the day. Hallelujah. Amen. The word of God is our mirror. The word of God shapes us and the word of God is that which will clean us. Because as we go to and fro, we need, as we go into it, he will tell us certain things that we need to know and not do or do. Praise Jesus. Are you with me, somebody? So, what do you think will be the benefit when we meditate on the word of God? Psalm 1 verse 2. Psalm 1 verse 2. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Put them down. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 15. And 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 15. Then Psalm 19, verse 7. Psalm 19, verse 7. said, the word of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimonies of the Lord appear, making the wise simple, perfect. But let's read Psalm 1, verse 2. He said, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law that he meditate day and night. 
Some of us will read only the Bible in the morning and that's all. No. He said, day and night. He said, Hello? Praise the Lord. Just like you eat breakfast, you eat lunch, and you eat what? Dinner. Amen. Am I right? Some evening after dinner eat, uh, what, what again do they eat before they sleep? But the word of God only once. Once no But said, but he delights in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night. Verse 3. He says, such a person shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Amen? Those who meditate and apply the word, said they will bring forth their fruits in their season. And his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall what? Prosper. So when we meditate and allow the word of the Lord to be part of ourselves, we will prosper in whatever we do. Our leaves are, will not, yes, challenges will come, but it will never dry us up. It will rather be a stepping stone onto another good testimony. Because we meditate. Because in the midst of the challenges, you still go to the word of God and the Lord tells you things as far as your life is concerned. Amen? Because what he will tell Doris, we may be in the same similar situation, but what he will tell her may be different from what he will tell me. Is somebody listening to me? Hello? Yesterday, one lady was calling me, a Pentecost lady. She said, she woke up, the Lord woke her up to do something, blah, 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 blah. And then she, she, she missed it. So the Lord told her, your prayer is late. So she was down. Say yes. Your prayer is late. But it doesn't mean God has finished with you. There's a way you can go back and then reconnect. Hallelujah. See, but from what she has known, it means a seminar say, say no. Go. And let the Lord talk to you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Joshua 1.8. He said, if you meditate therein, you shall make yourself what? Prosperous and you have what? Good success. So when we meditate on the Lord's word, we always have good success. And the Lord taught me years ago that John, if there is good success, it means there is also what? Bad success. Hallelujah. So sometimes you see some Christians, I mean, wallowing in bad success because the values and the standards of the Lord were not with what they are moving with. Praise Jesus. So good success follows those who meditate. Part of them. Anything that you meditate or fills you up. Hallelujah. Amen. 
First Timothy chapter 4, 15. Paul told Timothy that if you do these things, he said, your prophet will appear to people will see how you are excelling. Hallelujah. He said, meditate upon these things. Give yourself wholly to them that your profiting will appear to all. People will see. People will see. So if people are not seeing, then I have to come back and see. Am I really allowing? Because God's word is truth. God's word will never lie. Praise the Lord. So if he said it and I allow it to work with my life the way it ought to, definitely it must prove or produce results. And so Paul was telling Timothy that when you do it, meditate, when you think about all that you've been told and you get understanding insight and it will lead you to obedience, your profiting will be seen by people. Let that be your story. Hallelujah. That in this season, you take time, have time to meditate on the word of God so that people will see the goodness of the Lord in your life. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Amen. Second Timothy 3.15. When you go, you read it. He said, it will make you wise. When we meditate, it gives a wisdom. Sometimes people wonder, but how did you? I said, no, it's from the word of God. Praise Jesus. Amen. The word of God will make you wise. Because you meditate and so God teaches you. Praise the Lord. These days sometimes I, I, I hear certain messages and I see some men of God pushing, pushing it. But will you know that some of those messages the Lord taught me about 10, 15 years ago. Take time, meditate and the Lord gives you revelation. Hallelujah. Are you with me somebody? If you don't have time then you cannot meditate. I'll just finish on this act of meditation. So, so meditation will bring application that will transform your life. It will bring change. Meditation is supposed to bring change in my life, in your life, in our lives. Because it will bring application of the word to my life. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you understanding me? Meditation will lead you and I to true obedience. Genuine obedience. It's not every obedience that is genuine. Go through scripture. There are half obediences. But if you and I can take time and meditate and let God expose us to his word. Open our eyes. Because if you have time for God, he also have time for you. That's something I've learned. If you don't have time for God, he also doesn't have time for you. That's why I said, draw near and I will draw near to you. Praise you. Your God is a person. The Holy Spirit is a person. Amen. If you have time for the Holy Spirit, oh, I tell you, it's wonderful. Sometimes I say, child, Holy Ghost, you have to help me. Before I realize, within one minute, he's there. He's a person. Have time. Meditate. Have time. 
He said he's a present help. He's already there. But it's, the problem is you and I. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so all that we are saying as we conclude, you see, meditation is you looking into the word and letting the word look into your life. Is it correct? You look into the word. So you take time, look into and allow the word of God to look into. So you go with a humble, open heart. That's why I love that word. He said, we have come with open heart. So let your word impact us. If I go with a close heart, if I go with a proud heart, it will not work. In Genesis chapter 4, when Cain misbehaved and he didn't do the proper sacrifice because he didn't meditate to know exactly how to obey God in offering sacrifice. God gave him another second chance. And God told him, said, when you go read it, chapter 4 verse 1 to 6, but why are you angry? Cain was angry with his brother. He said, why are you angry? If you do well, you also be accepted. And all that God says, go back to my word and meditate and know how you are supposed to do things. When you do it well, I will also accept you. Amen? He said, if you do well, you will also be accepted. Hallelujah. So it is you looking into God's word and then allowing God's word also to look into your life and then you say yes to him. Yes. Yes is what? Y-E-S. Am I right? So you say yes to everything of the word of God in all sincerity. That is what is lacking in Christendom. People are not sincere. Amen? But God is questioning or asking you and I to, to, to come up, meditate, let him expose us to certain things he's requiring of us and let's say yes to him. Yield to him. Not some things, but everything in all sincerity. And that will be the breakthrough for you. Hallelujah. Amen? Meditation is relating your ways to the word of God in all things. Relating your ways. Not somebody's ways. That's why I said meditation is I'm alone with God. So forget about everybody else, uh, what do you call it? Suggestion and opinion. The other day, somebody sent me a message from the US and they say, hey, listen to this. This man of God says this. I said, so this man of God says it, so what? Have you also gone into the word of God and what is God telling you? Praise the Lord. Because at the end of the day, it is not any man of God that will be the reference point. The reference point will be the word of God. That's why Paul said that even if I come and change it, clear me off. Hallelujah. And this guy was very happy. Oh, hey, this man of God is a popular man of God in the U.S. I don't want to mention the name to glorify him. So this is what he said. I said, no. That will not wash. Go to your word. Sit. Ask God. To teach you. Let him open your eyes. Because he said the seeing eyes and the hearing ears, they are from the Lord. 
Go to him. He will open your eyes. Praise the Lord. Because he is also a man. Then somebody also came. Oh, so this thing, when we do it, is it right or wrong? I said, well, why are you asking me? What does the word of God say? So, but this woman of God, I said, forget about the woman of God. Go to your word. Meditate. Let God open your eyes. Hallelujah. Amen. So we must relate our ways to the word in all things. So that he will tell us how to obey him. Not just obey, but even how to obey. Not just coming to church, but even how to come to church. Is somebody here with me? Not just praying, but even how to pray. When we take time and meditate on his word, he will teach us complete obedience. Hallelujah. It's thinking, meditation means thinking through and through about the word of God. You think through. Amen. That is meditation. Thinking through and through. So, have time. Hallelujah. Humbling yourself to the word of God. Like God wanted Cain to do, but he wasn't doing it. Humble yourself without any condition. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Look at this scripture, Psalm 119, verse 15 and 16. Psalm 119, 16 and 15. And Psalm 119, 97. And Psalm 119, 99. Psalm 119, 15 and 16. It said, I will meditate in thy precepts, that is his word, and have respect unto your ways. I will meditate and have respect unto your ways. We must have that respect and apply it to our lives. Hallelujah. I will delight myself in thy statutes. I will not forget your word. You see, when you meditate, you don't forget. Praise Jesus. But when you read, you just read, 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 you forget. But when you meditate and becomes part of you, you don't forget. Praise Jesus. People may even come and want to change it, but you don't. Because you realize that this one, like Paul said, no one taught me but the Lord. Hallelujah. Psalm 119 verse 97. 97. He said, Oh, how love I thy law. It is my meditation all day, not sometimes. So when we talk about meditating on the word, we're saying it should be every day. Not when things are good or when things are bad. Some people, they start reading their word only when things are not going well. And they say, But when things are good, oh, God. Then the other, other two there, when things are okay, oh, that one day you see him, hey, but when things are not good, he himself is going to solve his own problem and go and come. Which one are you? But he said, meditate all day, all day, every day, 
And every day is day and what? Night. Praise Jesus. Amen. So all that we're saying, beloved, is that you must have time and make time. You can make that if you want to meditate on it, you must have time and make time. You need to find a place where you will not be distracted or disturbed. So realize that meditation is not just, it's something that you have to plan. And that is what is lacking in our day. In Christendom today, we don't have time. It's like so many things are occupying us. But if we can really have a good walk with the Lord and enjoy our walk with him, then we should make time and have time to meditate. Make time and have a quiet place. Like we used to call it those times, quiet time. Praise Jesus. Amen? If you also want to do proper meditation, don't pick plenty scriptures. Sometimes you, I just pick one verse and you go deep, deep, deep and realize that he gives you it. And don't forget to call for assistance for, from the Holy Ghost. Sometimes I reach and say, I'm not getting it. I put it down. And I go and pray and pray and pray. The Holy Ghost, I need understanding. I come back and then it's like, but you need time. If you don't have time, you won't enjoy all these things I'm talking about. Yes. Sometimes I read the scriptures. Ah, I didn't hear. But I put it down. Said, Holy Ghost, you have to give me illumination. And then he opens your eyes to it. You might have to call for his assistance. He said, Lord, give me insight. And the Lord will give you insight. Hallelujah. Be conscious of him when you are. Because you know that he, he, the word is he himself. Be conscious of him. So that he can help you do it. Hallelujah. Sometimes, if, if it's possible, you can use also other different Bible versions. Yes, I have a lot of the versions. Somewhere we don't want to uh, invest. Invest. Eh? How many people have two Bibles at home? How many have three? Three different versions. Four. Hello, you must invest. So sometimes you read, read and realize that, hey, more meaning is coming. I have some prudence, uh, uh, what do you call it? Concordance. I remember I bought, I bought it when I was in secondary school form three. When they gave me my chop money, I used the other to go and buy. And it was one of the that's helped me. It's there, very old. Yes, You go through, so you read. You want to understand. Let the Lord interpret. Praise Jesus. So sometimes use other verses if you can. But all that we are saying is that roll the word over and over in your mind. Have time. Make time. That's all. If you forget anything today, is that beloved, have time. Make time for the word of God. Because it is your mirror. It will tell you how you look like. Sometimes, if, if you are truly meditating on the word of God, 
when you come to church, whatever will come from the pulpit, you already know. Because God already has spoken to you. So all that you are hearing is a confirmation just to confirm. Amen? So that you don't take offense or get hurt. No, but you know, your God has already, and because you love his word, you have already taken, I mean, plans to make amends. And you don't fight anybody because you have been spoken to from the word. Hallelujah. Amen. What is the Lord saying to you? If you can have time and ask him anytime you read this, so God, what are you saying to me from this scripture? He will speak to you. Be on your feet wherever you are. One thing that the Lord he said, if if we will know how to meditate on His word. He always teaches the proper way to obey him. Complete obedience. Close your eyes. And talk to God. So these are times you and I need to be very, very close to our word. The word of God. So many teachings and so many things are coming, but we need to meditate and apply the word to our lives so that people can see God's word alive in us. But not until you have time and make time. Not until you open your heart. Not until you humble yourself. Not until you see the worth of God's word. If God's word is a mirror. If God's word is your food. If God's word is that which will cleanse you. If God's word is that which will shape in you. If God's word is that which will give you light and lamp. And guide you. You will not joke with it. You will not play with it. Every day you want to contact. You want to connect. Get something for the day. With open hands, so ancient words in power, holy words. With God's own heart, so let the ancient words impart holy words, long preserved. He has preserved His word for our lives, for our walk in this life, and they resound with God's heart. God's word is His heartbeat. Have come with open hands, so let the ancient world 
you and I will allow the word of God to impact us, but not until we have time to meditate upon it. Ever true, changing me and changing you. We have come with open hearts, so let it Just lift up your hands and sing it personally. I have come with open hearts, so let your ancient words with my open heart and so let your